welcome back to Pardon My Southern. You forgot the name for a second, didn't you? No. Okay. It was just dramatic effect. <laughs> it, it, you do forget when you have two podcasts. Though. Well, that's happened. <clears throat> that has happened. It is a new year, boys. New year 2022. 2022. <sighs> Hard to believe we're almost two years ago where you know what started. Mm. Hadn't stopped. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Ramped up. Since that, that's why I'm saying. It didn't ramped up. Everybody is getting the shits. Well, it's it's natural biology of a virus. It's going to get more contagious, less severe it goes. I got to ask y'all if y'all find this as fishy as I do. I got a text message from someone that works in the medical field. <clears throat> not um, No, not Drake. Uh, <laughs> that said they work at a medical location that was requiring the vaccine mandate or they were going to terminate employees, and then they have since backed off of that. But I got a text message from this individual, and they told me that they realized something, and it was just last week. All of the people that they work with that went through with the vaccine have been showing symptoms of the word, but have been testing negative. The ones that didn't go through with the vaccine have been showing the same symptoms, but have been tested positive. Y'all find that weird? That's weird. Yeah. That's suspicious. Yeah. So I... Yeah. To me, it seemed like you're showing the same symptoms, meaning you're still contagious, still able to spread it, but instead of being positive and required to quarantine, you're negative so you can come on in to work. Yeah. That's, that's going on in all healthcare fields right now. <clears throat> thought that was weird. Yeah. I think s- somehow all of this is connected to the metaverse. I haven't put it together yet. Give me a little time. <clears throat> when we do, just ride on over. <laughs> I, like <laughs> where you're, I like where you're at. I'm going I'm to play devil's advocate. I don't think it benefits for people to be testing negative, though. Because the more positive tests you can get, the more you're driving up people staying I'm saying at home. Overall. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you if you can keep people at home mm-hmm. and keep having a quarantine, ten days, ten days, ten days, every you know three weeks, four weeks, starting out. My ass is quarantined for a damn month. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You start getting that, you know, like damn, I'm stuck at home. What can I do? Let me go buy this headset. Mm. I keep seeing people talk about it. Okay, this is actually pretty cool. Do you get? And I, I kind of got some of this information uh, from the Joe Budden podcast, a reputable source. Okay. <laughs> but they was they had an episode on that where they was talking about the Oculus. And it was it was their first time, like, you know, using the Oculus yeah. and stuff like that. Well, apparently you can get to the metaverse using the Oculus software. Yeah, you haven't. And so, no, I, I, I hadn't done it yet. Oh, it's but sick. they was explaining now when you go into the metaverse, you understand what they're doing with NFTs. Mm-hmm. You understand what they're doing with cryptocurrency and stuff like that. So I started talking with it. That's with what my, runs the metaverse. Yeah, I started talking with my buddies about um, that I played video games with. We was talking about like pricing and buying some property in the metaverse. The, the lowest price right now is like eight grand. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, if you invest in that right now, that is going to be a hell of a payoff because you early to the fucking party. Yeah, and it's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. Like Snoop Dogg got like a whole city in there right now, yeah. apparently. And it's just crazy because like it'll start, the Oculus is big right now, but the the more technology they come out with, you know, Apple will come out with it or Google will come out with it. We'll be using glasses and probably contact lenses in the near future. Yep. So it's just kind of cool, but at the same time, scary. Very scary. We should do some passage art, pardon my southern NFTs. I'm down. That'd be dope. I'm down. All right. Sweet. I don't know That's... how to make an NFT. Oh, I've I've been studying big into it. Cool. Because I've you handle that portion of yeah. it. Yeah. I'm, I'm real I'm, good at I'm Photoshop, getting... but I don't don't <laughs> grasp the NFT. It's the future. <clears throat> Thank you. Pretty much, just make it, and it just keeps adding value. It just keeps going up. Yeah. It's kind of like. The guy, the way, best way the uh, one of the guys I follow explained it was, you can go in to like the Louvre and see the Mona Lisa. You may not have that, but you can go home and print off you a copy, and have it at home. Yeah. Why don't people do that? People do do that. 
People do do that. <laughs> they do do that. Do do. Anyways, right. so how's the Louvre still open? Because Tom Hanks made it famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. Don't hate on that. Anyways, you just opened my brain up to something though that like I'd never really thought about. What? The fact that like people travel to the it's it's more, it's more destination than anything. Oh yeah. Oh, and I've seen lines on TikTok and hard pass. You seen what? Like the lines to get into oh, it. Oh, I thought you said lions, like no. the animal. And I was like, no. yeah, yeah, shit. I want to fuck with a lion either. <laughs> no, I've seen lines <laughs> for like people getting into the Louvre and then hard yeah, pass. No. I don't care about art that much, dude. No. The line to get on that damn Ferris wheel in England was one of the most preposterous things I'd ever seen. <laughs> it was backed up across the bridge. Brittany and I were in Chicago. And we went to the Chicago Art Institute. Shout out Matt Saracen. And, yeah. But going through the whole thing, it was like we'd walk into a room, we'd look around like, oh, yeah, cool. But deep down in my head, there was only one reason I cared about going to the Chicago Art Institute. Any of you care to guess why? No, I made my guess. Matt Saracen. No. <laughs> No, not everything I know about the Chicago Art Institute I learned on six episodes of Friday Night Lights. Uh, the Kanye West painting. Nope. <laughs> okay, so I didn't know that was there, but I like. <laughs> I, where I, I don't know. It if it probably, is we don't even know if that's a real thing. <laughs> I'll ask two questions, and then where did a famous teenager? What movie did a teenager famously skip school? Fer, uh, Ferris Bueller. What city was this in? I. Don't. I'm going to take a wild guess and go... Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I hadn't seen that movie in so long. Okay, well, it's one of the more iconic scenes, though, is when Cameron is sitting there staring at the painting, and it's constantly uh, zooming in on the little girl's face. Yeah. You I just, wanted, you wanted, I wanted to be there. You wanted that moment? And I sat there and stared. And I played the music that's played in that scene in my head. All right. Got it. And Got I took it. a picture of it and posted it on Facebook. Is that not illegal? No. <laughs> And I was like, anybody know this movie? One person commented knowing what it was. And it was Ricky Hedrick. Shocker. (laughs) (laughs) That dude's got more just like random knowledge in his brain. The fact that he hadn't gone on Jeopardy at some point and just put us all on is honestly a little disrespectful to your friends. (laughs) Ricky, if you're listening, what's the deal? (laughs) All right. So before we get into our topic to start everything off. Mm Mm-hmm. For this year of pardon my southern, I asked you a lot of question. I'm gonna ask it again. We're gonna talk about it for a minute. You ready? Oh yeah, yeah. All right. What's an album that people may have forgotten about that's still a banger and you still listen to? Who's going first? Juicy. I'll go first. I mean, I listen to a lot of old albums, so like, I guess. <sighs> I would have to go with like a DeMarsha Mathers LP or like Word of Mouth. Have I mean, people really forgotten. Yeah, I think so. I don't see a lot of kids playing DeMarsha Mathers. Like, I see them playing singles. You know what I mean? Like, maybe a stand or, <clears throat> you know, the album cuts uh, mm-hmm. the way I am. But like the actual album, you're talking about album. Yeah, we're talking about albums or yeah. mixtapes. Yeah, I think they forgot. I mean, them, them the two that I can think of off top is like uh, the Marshall Mathers LP and uh, Word of Mouth. Well, Word of Mouth being, of course, they forgot about Word of Mouth, but that is a fucking banger. It got some shit on now. See, I still listen to Marshall Mathers LP. Hoes. I got hoes. They used to be in my ringtone when, before they could sing on ringtones when it was still. Yeah. <laughs> that was my ringtone. But yeah, I got Go to Sleep on there, Roll Out. Oh my god, it got it got some 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 jaunts on now. See, I still listen to Marshall Mathers LP though. I listen to it today actually, because that's my favorite Eminem album. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, the Eminem show. Yeah. What's your favorite song off of that? Stan. Really? Okay. I, I mean, go, obviously, we yeah, we voted that yeah. through as yeah, like our true. number one. I go back between Drug Ballad and um and Marshall Mathers. Okay. Shane, what's yours? You're the Eminem stand here. Well, I mean, the best one on there is Stan. It's <laughs> definitely got the most plays. Drug Ballad's really good, too. That's probably 1A and 1B. Dark Horse Amityville. I I love... 
I love I Eminem parts. Bizarre part is fucking weird. Yeah, that, 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 but Eminem. Yeah, the last verse on Amityville is dope. See what made Eminem unique to me at a younger age <clears throat> was the skits. Yeah, the skits just it connected a story. It kept you like you couldn't just skip the skit. That's well, fine. I didn't realize how much he said the F word and not the word that we can't say anymore. Not, not fuck, but the other word. <laughs> <laughs> the other F word. Like, I was listening to Marshall Mathers today and I was singing along with it. And I'm like, oh my oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> like the little, oh, little chest grass. I can't believe I was listening to this at 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Shane. I, st- I distinctly remember that you said that. Like, being in. With my cousin in his truck going up here to Jasper Walmart and like us pulling through the parking lot with the windows down and his like old ass Mazda pickup truck <laughs> blasting the Marshall Mathers LP and I'm like eight, nine maybe <laughs> and I'm just bebopping and we're just driving through the parking lot trying to find a place to park. You do that nowadays with yeah. an eight year old in the passenger seat, you're getting the cops called on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody's calling the cops on you. Cops and CPS. Yeah, I even <laughs> forgot they existed. <laughs> That's got to be a new thing. There's no way they were around when we were little. Ain't, no. ain't, ain't no way. I was riding around listening to American Badass and Ball with the Ball with my dad. And Cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs> listen to Tupac with my pops. <laughs> with the windows down. With the <laughs> well, I, so I already know what time it was. It wasn't just not any CPS. <laughs> I, I had to listen to most of my rap by myself. Yeah. Shane, what's yours? I guess it falls in the same kind of category of I don't know if people for, have forgotten about it, but if I get a chance, I'm going to talk about it, and it's No Ceilings mixtape. Okay. You want to talk about just banger yeah, after okay. banger, and just the fact that he took everybody's beats. Yeah. They make their beats no more. And that's why I said he took their beats. <laughs> yeah. Swag serve. Yeah. Rolling uh, in the deep. Ro- rolling in the deep. If you no rap over Adele. Yeah. Exactly. Uh was another good one. We got no ceilings. We got. Is that the one where he was rapping? He said, serve. "I'm still around like I'm Geico caveman." Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, what beat was that? If if I if I spot it in the hip hop ocean, I'm gonna save it. He was going crazy. Okay. Poker face. Poker face was yeah. on there. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Wait, was that no ceilings? Shit, now I'm trying to remember. Because we've had this discussion many a time about the Lil Wayne versus Hove. I'm pretty sure he took one of Jay-Z's beats on No Ceilings, too. You know what? I say that. We have these little smartphones. Yeah, we got a computer in your hand. Yeah. Let me Google. Let me Google. No Ceilings. I remember when that came out, everybody was listening to it. Everybody. Even if you didn't like rap, people were still listening to it. I go back between that and the Drought 3 being his best one. I think the Drought 3. Like, Drought 3 is just raw mixtape-wise. Yeah. Drought 3. Because it kind of flies under the radar. Because... I don't think so. Well, I'm saying, like, because of all the mainstream songs that he rapped over on those films that everybody wanted to hear him rap over. Just run this town. Okay. So, Jay-Z and Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. Before that was, was that Blueprint three? three? Runnish Town Blueprint three. Yeah, was three. And that was because that was like Death of the Auto Tune and all that. Yeah. Empire State of Mind. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, no, nah, no ceilings anymore. But that's it. Like just talking about tracks from No Ceilings. No, or? just oh, that was the only one. Uh, albums. You don't have to think too yeah. hard. I don't know of any like. People have forgot, or at least I don't feel like people have forgotten about. What's yours? First one. Okay. I got two. He told us to think of one, so I stopped focused. Sorry. Not sorry. Well, I tried thinking of one, but I had two. Okay. And I couldn't, like, say no to both of these because I still listen to them frequently. First one, Mac Miller's Best Day Ever. I don't feel like people have forgotten. Alright, yeah. They forgotten about that mixtape. That's fair. But like I don't know, did you see like the huge surge that Mac Miller had after he died? Oh yeah. So I mean that's that kind of recency bias thing. That's that's posthumous bias. That's what I meant. Yeah. 
it like, probably introduced a lot of people. Yeah, you know what I mean to to Mac to Mac. the mixtape Mac. Yeah, which because was kids. Yeah, one of the best mixtapes yeah. of all time because he was like sixteen when he did that. The best they ever had: Donald Trump, uh, Oyve, uh, just like that flow. Yeah. It's just so funny. And it's like, oy vey, holy cow, oh my God, wow. Mac like, had his own style. Yeah, very, very unique. And I think that's why he stood out. I didn't really like some of his older or newer stuff. Just he didn't ever feel like he like. I don't, I don't know for sure, but I don't think Mac Miller ever actually went into a studio with like, I've got to get these words on this track. I feel like any time a beat come on, he was just like, all right, let me have fun with it. Yeah. Second one. Kid Cuddy's Man on the Moon. First okay. first one. Yeah. Not a huge Cuddy fan. Really? Mm-mm. I was oh. at a weird place in my life when I was listening to Kid Cuddy. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Cuddy I was just listening don't to do Cuddy it. today. Um, the song with him and Eminem. Wait. Hmm. I didn't know he did. The one that came out like yeah. two years ago? Last year. Last Was it last year, really? I think it was last year. Uh, Cuddy had a... Is that the the oh, bitches yeah. of Moon Man and Slim? Uh, the, yeah, yeah. Eminem went know. crazy. He went. Yeah. Cra- it might have been two years ago. Now I think it was two. Years. Right. I'm going to. I'm going to. Jesus. Final answer. Yeah. Okay. The Adventures of Moon Man and Slim. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That song is. I, I like Eminem part most of them. Yeah. I love Man on the Moon though. Yeah. Because Pursuit of Happiness. Day and night. Is that the one with Drake? Pursuit of Happiness. No. No. Which one was Drake? It with does Drake? have a song called. Don't he have a song called Pursuit of Happiness? Mm-hmm. I'm on the pursuit. Well, no, that's that's, that's Cuddy. Yeah, that's Cuddy. <clears throat> what song with him and Drake? That is from Man on the Moon, though, ain't it? The song with him and Drake. It might be. Okay. And then Mr. Solo Dolo. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my Facebook yeah. headline at some point. I'm a Cuddy, like, singles guy. Like, not actually singles, just certain I'm songs. a Cuddy's feature guy. How about that? See, I liked, I liked that album because it was a story. Like it was pretty much like a hip hop version of Pink Floyd's. Oh, you're not gonna say. It's just like a trippy, trippy album. Yeah, the wall. Ooh. <laughs> if there's some Pink Floyd stands that listen to this podcast, they are <laughs> at your neck. Yeah. Well, sorry, blanking. <clears throat> but no, I'm not. It's saying, not quite like, like riding a bike. <laughs> I'm not saying because you couldn't remember the name of the album. I'm saying because you compared them. No, I'm saying it's like a trippy story. Okay. Like, it's designed to be that way. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were saying, like... Oh, no, it's not on the level of... Yeah, that's that's why I was like, there's no way you're about to say, hits, rubs his wall over here, like, avoid that. It was just the same concept. (laughs) Okay. And I liked it. That's the compare. I got you now. There's a lot of others I could go on. Like, Big Sean's Detroit, Fire Mixtape. Yeah, you want to talk about an artist that doesn't get the respect he deserves, Big Sean. I'm a huge Big Sean yeah. fan. Yeah. Okay. I'm Finally glad we're all, famous. I'm glad we're all on that page. I'm a huge uh, – I still listen to Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, I decided, Detroit, I listen to all his shit. Good music. Good music. Good music. <clears throat> so, anyways, we got that out of the way. I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. I got to thinking about it because – Man, I started listening to Man on the Moon on the way to work, to work the other night. I was like, ah, that's a good question to think about. <clears throat> but I was a big Dat Piff guy back in like 20, 2009, 2011. That's when everybody was dropping mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, question. Gorilla Zoe would drop a mixtape like every day. I, I, I thought about it too. Uh, Kendrick had no no reason, no rhyme. Really no, just he was rude as fuck to go on control and do what he did. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> I actually think Big Sean had the battle verse on control. Now listen to me. Kendrick did a lot of name dropping. Don't this, get me wrong. This is a moment where we need video. <laughs> Kendrick snapped. Don't get me wrong. I think Big Sean verse was just as good. Kendrick just name dropped. That's all he did. He name dropped. He really was saying a lot of nothing, but it was dope. But like Sean snapped. What he was saying, it carried weight because he was doing it. He like, name dropped. That that's that's why well, that's everybody made, well, hauled that's it. it. So I kind of because he was like, I don't want to just be a great rapper. I'm wanting to let every name, 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 name. No, I'm at your throat. And he name dropped Big Sean. 
But Big Sean did his verse first. Yeah, the, so you know it was yeah. And so like he didn't go back once. And once Kendrick sent it over, he was like, I can't go back now because he sent. Well, who all was on that? Uh, it was just uh, it was Big Sean, it was Kendrick, and it was Jay Electronic. I always yeah. change it on Jay Electronic. Yeah, yeah. but like <laughs> I think Big Sean verse was just as good. You might get Kendrick the edge because he name dropped, but I think his verse is just as good. Yeah, as I don't Kendrick. think it's a bad verse. I don't think it's a not bad, a bad verse. verse. It's not a bad verse. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's a bad verse. I just want to I throw that out. Not a bad verse at all. But Kendrick just name dropped. That's when all you that when you say control, I think ninety four point two percent of because people of are going to think. Of Kendrick's because verse. of what? Well, because he name dropped. That's the only yeah. part of the verse you really kind of. But that's what he was like. That's what he was doing at the time. Like Kendrick came into rap and was like, "I don't want to just be the best. I want to let everybody else know I am the best." Kendrick don't want to dance you, with the boy for real. East Coast bias, ain't you? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just uh-huh. call it like it is. <laughs> I don't think Kendrick want to dance with the boy for real. By the boy, you know who the boy. Is. Think if they actually lined up bar for bar, take hits out of it, take hits out of it. If it was just a straight you battle me writer session, and this is why because Drake know how it's everything that comes with it. Drake know how the internet. He ain't no recluse, so like clever. I'm talking about clever breaking them down. You don't think Kendrick would absolutely undress, I haven't seen dismantle, Kendrick, snap his ankles, I haven't seen Kendrick. I mean, he can. It's, the, it's a difference well, between a, battle rapping and, and, and rapping on wax. Well, I agree. I, 100%. It's I don't, two I don't different types. I don't want to see them mic in each other's hand in battle rap style. I want to see today's, what, February the 2nd? I want to see somebody go to Kendrick and be like, hey, end of February. I need a verse going at Drake, and I want to see somebody go to Drake and be like, "Hey, end of February, need a ver or need a give me thirty two going at Kendrick." Okay, I just seen Drake battle tested. Push a T one to battle simply because <laughs> of the, the things that he said Adonis. in the record with Adonis. the baby yeah. Adonis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let that boy come home. <laughs> but it was some shit that he was saying. But Duppy, Duppy is such a brilliant diss record. Duppy is technically better. Do you say than that the story though, because of, All right, so let me let me ask you this because you just you just pointed it out. Drake internet's better. He he kind of creates the narrative before he hits you with the main main course. You think maybe that might be why you're like. No, it's oh, the bars. Okay. It's the bars. Right. I, respect, the, the, I Duppy, respect your answer. Duppy is wild. He broke him down. <sighs> he did. With facts. Facts. But Pusha T just came with Pusha the T. T. Put, they call him Pusha T. Yeah. Like, as in Pusha T, Pusha like T. the T. EA. Yeah. Pusha Thanos, he just came with the. I mean, we, I'm, I let the world know you got a yeah. kid and then nobody know. You know what I mean? Like, what was it? What was it? You had the. Uh... Your son from the world, or your world from the world from what? I that was Drake, that was Drake saying. That was Drake saying. Yeah, said. what was it? God, now I can't remember. I'm trying to. I wasn't trying to hide my son from the world. I was trying to hide my son from the world or something. That's why for my son. Yeah, <laughs> he tried whack. to rap. He tried to put a little bow in it. Yeah, that's it whack. didn't work. It didn't work. And that was a nice verse too. He just shouldn't. Yeah, well, it was like when somebody gets on. Like it's talking about battle, it's like when somebody gets on a roll and then they stutter. Yeah. You're like, oh, you had that round, yeah. and then he stuttered. I, I can go through that control verse, and I, I'm gonna send it to you, but like Big Sean shit and what Kendrick said. Yeah. Outside of the fucking take the name Drake, I got love. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. It's dope. Don't get me wrong. That's a level rapping. Yeah. But I think Big Sean was right there with him. Big Sean don't get washed on features. If no. anything, Big Sean be right there with the elites. Yeah. Besides. Uh, Mercy, which Two Chains had the best, in my opinion. Yeah, Two Chains had the best verse. <clears throat> on Mercy, I, I, yeah, I agree. So we'll go ahead, go um, ahead, make your final case. Well, no, because he, he brought up features <laughs> today, in today's time. Who do you think the best feature artist is right now? Hmm. I have my the, answer. I, the like, just a general landscape, or what I like. I well, a little bit of both. 
A little bit of both. So, like, I have, an, I have my answer for who I think, one, is probably one of the best rappers. But if I ever see a song and it's got FT, insert name, to me, it's an automatic play. The best feature rapper right now, and you might not agree with me, is 21 Savage. That's not a bad answer. I love 21 Savage. Like, every feature that 20... And I did not like 21 Savage when he first came out. He got the the most improved rapper of all <laughs> t- 21 Savage be 21, 21. snapping. He be snapping. Uh, it's yeah. so gangster. He got a song where he was whispering. And I, I was trembling in fear. <laughs> Have y'all heard that song? I gotta send it to y'all. Yeah, send it to me. You saying that reminded me you remember the video when J. Cole announced the new album, uh, For Your Eyes Only, and the dude like got on Facebook and made the, I'm over here 21, 21, 21, yeah. but you said my man Jermaine is back. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Supreme Dream. Yes. Yeah. That made me, I don't know, that made me think about it. Early 21 Savage. But, no, so you're going 21? Oh, yeah, most definitely. He, I mean, every freaking feature, he's going crazy. Mine's the baby. For that exact same reason. I have yet to hear him on a feature where he didn't spaz the fuck out. You right. I I got and I think Tory features a little bit better than his. He right there with him. But I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, the baby. But I also snap. like the, the fact that like he'll jump on a feature with other, you know, like Pop. mainstay rappers, but he'll also go pop. He'll go with Lizzo. He'll go with Dua Lipa. Uh, Dua Lipa, yeah. yeah. I, okay, I'm not mad at that. I thought you were gonna say little baby. I'm no. not the biggest little. Ba- I, I mean, I don't really. I don't. I don't hate little baby. Exactly. But it ain't. It's not my cup of tea. Exactly. So we're gonna jump into while we're actually here for this episode. No, oh, that wasn't it. <laughs> no, well, I was just letting you two go at it. How do we get there? <laughs> Shane, sidetrack, Shane. Oh, <laughs> uh, so during our break, I went to. Orlando, hey, to the world of Disney, into the studios that are Universal. Mm. I like the way you worded that. Yeah, nice. You practice it? Nope. All right. So, first off, got food poisoning at Disney World. Mm. Awful. Zero fun, sir. How does that happen? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> undercooked meat. But how? They they have been doing this for entirely too long, serving <laughs> entirely too many people. There's no reason the food should be undercooked. I mean, well, Steph go three for ten some nights. And they're cooking. Well, that's different. They're cooking so much. <laughs> well, since he broke the three-point record. <laughs> they're cooking so <laughs> much <laughs> in these restaurants. Like, it's easy to let one piece get undercooked, I guess. I don't know, but that was so that's sick. Shitty look on your part. There was one, the day after, like I initially had gotten sick, we were staying in line for Slinkies, whatever it was, roller coaster. And I was about as white-faced as your jersey. Which is a throwback Charles Barkley, <laughs> Auburn University jersey. And I felt like death. I told Brittany, I was like, I might go back to the room today. <laughs> Had to be G. Well, but tell, I, tell the people what you did instead, though. Oh, I powered through, baby. Hey, oh, damn. Okay. I still rode the roller coaster. Respect. <laughs> and then uh, they took uh, Jackson to ride like the spinny saucers. I was like... I know it's power through a roller coaster, but staying in another line for an hour and then riding that is a terrible That's idea. That's a death wish. So I found this little wall, like it was like a retaining wall, and <clears throat> it backed up to a fence that was like for cast members. And what did you do to that wall? Buddy, I leaned up against that wall, stretched my legs out, and I took me a good old nap. Shout out to the short kings. And I was... You you could have slept like that. Oh well, when you said stretch your legs out, I imagine you you like maxed it out and had like a good recline going. Mm, no. Oh damn! Even I hardly better. beat the decline that would like been like a low sitting recliner. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But <clears throat> I took me a nap while they rode that ride. One lady walked up to me. She's like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." <laughs> and uh, so I powered through the rest. Like I was sick the rest of the trip, and I just powered through it. Miserable. I felt miserable. I had a good time. But when I walked into the world of Harry Potter and saw Hogwarts Castle, all was well. Instant mood change. All was well. <laughs> I teared up. And we rode the Velocicoaster first. First, I came up out of my seat about four times on that roller coaster. Like, geez. 
to the max. Oh, yeah. You got to pull that extra click down. You get you get six, but you got to go for seven. <laughs> Man, that's a badass roller coaster though, because it's like just shot you out. Like you just came out going out seventy miles an hour. <clears throat> that's a lot. Just dead stopped is instantly seventy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like it kind of like pulled you back like a slingshot effect. Yeah, and shot you forward. But uh, we went to Harry Potter World and we spent pretty much most the whole day there, and it was worth it. I got me a, I got the Elder Wand because Jackson got Harry Potter's wand. And I was dope. like, I ain't about to let this kid one up me. <laughs> so I walked in there and I looked. I was like, Dumbledore. That's and I opened it up. I was like, Yep, that's the Elder Wand. We can go ahead and take that. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't about to one up me, kid. <laughs> but uh, I got a chocolate frog. You remember those? Mm-hmm. Where they opened the, yeah. got those comes with the cards Did they in move? it. Move? No. They will if you shake it. <laughs> <clears throat> and then I got the every flavor beans. <laughs> <laughs> I got the every every flavor beans. I'm gonna do a TikTok with Jackson one day with those. See if they actually taste like earwax and stuff like Ooh. that. Well, now hold on. How are you going to compare? Are you gonna stick a pinky know. in your ear? No, I'm not. <laughs> How do you know what earwax tastes yeah. like? Really put yourself on right there, didn't you? I mean, we were all young at one point. We got one that tastes like doo doo. <laughs> I can't wait to see if that's true. Oh. <laughs> But no, like it was super fun, man. I got a Hogwarts shirt. It just it felt. I drank butter beer. Okay, it's like but, a cream soda. Yeah, it's so good though. We had some of that in England. But all in all, Harry Potter World was my favorite part of that dope, vacation. Dope, dope, dope. What were did y'all ever? Did you ride the Tower of Terror? Yes. What did you think about it? Well, that better. Let me ask you this: What time? Was it that you rode? Like, like early in the morning, midday. It was afternoon. midday. It was okay. midday. All right. What were your thoughts? I th- see. I rode it the first time I ever went to Disney World, but when that was, was like when I was like six or seven. Yeah, so th- I forgot. Throw that out. Yeah. yeah. Now dealing with food poisoning too. Ah, uh, that does put a caveat <clears> on. I was like, first off, I was praying. I was like, God, don't let me throw up. No. But like you know, they don't make you like ditch your bags or anything when you get on the rides. Yeah. So I just had my backpack sitting in my at my feet, not thinking about it. You go through that little track part. They do an amazing job of making you forget you're going 24 stories up. Yeah. You get there. And with the drop, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm fine. And then all of a sudden, I saw my backpack right in front of my face. I was like, oh, oh push no. that down. <laughs> and then it did it again. I was like, shit. And then they get, you know, you like start bouncing and stuff. Yeah. I could my backpack just sitting there. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and I was like, shit. You I was, try, well, you didn't have to. You had your backpack. We, when we went, I tried the little coin thing. Oh, yeah. You just like put a quarter, dime, whatever in your hand. And when the drop happens, you just watch it just kind of float above your hand. Mm. The cool. Mission Space in Epcot was low-key my favorite ride at Disney. I liked, uh, was it Space Mountain? Space Mountain was okay. I liked it. The I don't like the fact it's dark. Like, but I loved that because it wasn't... 4,000 degrees like it was outside while we were there. <laughs> yeah, I will never go to Orlando in the summer. Yeah, that's miserable. That's glutton for punishment. But, but the, did you, all right, let me ask you this. Yeah. You got, went to Epcot? Yeah. You drank a beer around the world? No, dude, I couldn't. Oh, you food poisoning. Yeah. Damn. Talk about missing out. That was the day I, that was the night I'd gotten sick because we spent the first half of the day at Animal Kingdom. And then we went to Epcot, and that's when I was like, "Something ain't right with your boy." Yeah, really. like things well, are starting to go sideways really quick. Spend all day sweating, and then hit Epcot at about seven thirty, and hit them beers around the world. Everybody knows a cold beer on a hot day is like an undefeated combo, but you mix in like it's le- like it's legit. You're getting geographically accurate beers in seven different locations. And they're cold, and you've been sweating all day. That was my favorite ride at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, my favorite ride of that whole trip, though, was the Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. It's y'all are, you ain't you ever been to? No, I haven't been. Yeah. So it's like you go through Hermione's time warp in Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay. And it sends you in. You got to help Harry. Harry's like trying to help you escape. To get back to Hogwarts safely and all this stuff. Like, you're running into the Mentors, uh, the Basilisk, all this shit. So, you're, like, in, like, a... It's like a uh, roller coaster seat, 
but it's a virtual ride, but it's they still make it to where you're going upside down. It's pulling mm-hmm. G's on you and stuff. But, bro, you're, like, on a broom the whole time. Oh, okay. So, it's like, and you're flying. Like, you even fly over the fucking Quidditch field, man. Okay. And you're, like, <laughs> you're, like, flying. And they, like, like, you're leaning forward going over the Quidditch field. And I'm, like, this is so fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, shaking. We rode, like, twice. Back to back. And, like, the Dementors, like, they had blow yeah. steam, like, steam when it come out. Yeah. Fogged up my glasses, and I was pissed off the first time. <laughs> Because I couldn't see like five seconds of the ride when my glasses unfogged. So the second time we rode it, when I got up to that Dementor, I covered my face. <laughs> so I could see the rest of the ride. Oh, it's better like, move there. It's like turning you upside down and shit, dude. <laughs> and then you like, at the end of the ride, like uh, Dumbledore and Harry and like everybody in Hogwarts like staring and clapping for you. I was like, man, this is incredible. It's like, yeah. I told Brittany, I, like, I looked at Brittany the first time. I was like, this is all I've ever fucking wanted in my life. <laughs> Did y'all go through the Star Wars? Uh, Star yeah, we Wars went. Th- we didn't ride anything there because everything was like a three-hour wait. I want to ride the Millennium Falcon because, like, you actually get to you actually get to pilot the Millennium Falcon. The stormtroopers came out for a little while in uh, Kylo Ren. Oh yeah, like they came out and like did like a little show on the stage and stuff. Jackson was eating it up because yeah. he had a BB-8 little balloon. Mm-hmm. They're like, "What are you doing with the BB-8?" Like talking to Jackson, yeah. he was getting a kick out of it. But I was leaning well, up against the wall, I, kicked back. <laughs> Resting. That's what I've like. Everything I've seen is like the Star Wars. Star Wars. God bless America. The Star Wars world is like the most like cast uh, heavy. Yeah, well, cast heavy and like the most interactive. Yeah, with like everybody. They'll talk to you. Yeah, and like they're walking up on like top parts of like the buildings and stuff. Like they're like doing patrols and and, like yeah. yeah. It was so fucking sick. Yeah, I'm not even a Star Wars fan, and I thought it was sick. But like all their drinks there. Like, they came in special Star Wars themed, like, Coke bottles. It's like, had, like, whatever writing they use on the movies. Yeah. It was so, it was so dope. Listen, Disney... <clears throat> paid $6 for a 16-ounce Sprite. But I paid a number that I still haven't told my wife for an Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, yeah. Beer koozie. <laughs> it's full sleeve. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's, it's sick. You should bring it next time. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Disneyland in California was selling them. Yeah. And like some dude bought like two, threw it up on eBay and <laughs> had to have it. <laughs> Instant purchase that yeah. bad boy. But as much as I love for Harry Potter and Forbidden Journey, Hagrid's motorbike adventure, like I'm sitting on like Hagrid's motorcycle and Jackson's in the sidecar and it's a roller coaster. Like you're flying through it and they slow you down and you go in and Hagrid's like sitting in his little, uh, in his little hut. You go Dude. past Fluffy they hit you with any double decker bus action? No. That's a disservice. Uh, the the car was in Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey though. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It was in uh it was on Haggard's. Oh, was it? The, okay. the blue car? Yeah. It was there. But it was so crazy because like you're going so fast and all of a sudden you stop and Haggard says something and all of a sudden you drop. Yeah. And then it shoots you back and you're still going just as fast. Like it was it was well worth the two and a half hour wait. I'll oh. put it that way. But it just, it was so cool. Because, like, we grew up with Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. If Disney World invests and, like, opens a, a MCU, like, park, they'll bankrupt in our family to get us there every year. <laughs> the Spider-Man ride in uh, Disney World is pretty dope. Or not uh, Disney World, Universal. Okay. They had, like, a virtual Spider-Man ride. Yeah. Like, you're riding through and you're running into the Sinister Six. That's oh, dope. that's sick. Yeah. And, like, you feel, like, heat. And there's actual flames and stuff in this virtual ride, and like it's you're like in a car, and it's just spinning yeah. on you around all kinds of shit. Damn. It's so fun. And the Hulk roller coaster's fun, but it beat the fuck out of my neck. <laughs> I got like we got off at Six Flags. It, it, that's what I compared it yeah. to. Yeah, but uh, so fun. I, it's gonna be a while before I go back, and this is why. Yeah, people have no freaking manners. Oh no, no, did like. You can tell they're not Disney from World, the South. Yeah, well, yeah. the reason being is because Disney World is a, like, worldly attraction. Yeah. And oh, you're yeah. Getting, you're getting people from literally all corners of the globe, and their sole purpose is to be at Disney World, and if you happen to get in a line for them, that's why they came. Yeah. And there's no, oh, excuse me, oh, sorry about that. No, uh-uh. People will bowl you over. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That was like, one. Of, that was one of the main things. Yeah, that was one of the main things I noticed while we were there. Because I would like, 
I'd be kind of like trying to go from, you know, one ride to another and you got to pass through 40,000 people. Yeah. I hit a crowd. It's an automatic, excuse me, excuse me. Let me slide right here. Excuse me, excuse me. Like, I'm not actually like genuinely, if we're being honest, I'm not genuinely saying excuse me. My mouth is just moving because I know that like the brain, I'm just taught like you're supposed to say excuse me when you walk by somebody. Yeah. So like I'm saying it because I know like my brain's just like, oh, that's what you're supposed to do. I don't genuinely mean it. Yeah. Like it's not like an actual like, oh, I'm sorry I inconvenienced you by walking in front. I'm just doing it because I muscle memory basically. Right. Yep. Whereas other parts of the the country, the globe, yeah, no. they don't give a shit. Yeah, and it, let me tell you, the most vicious people at Disney World are people with strollers. <laughs> they will run over you in a heartbeat. That makes sense. I feel like wheelchair people too are also incredibly reckless. Uh, more a scooter than wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Scooter people, they'll blow the that's horn what, at you. I, yeah, that's what I meant. Like the motorized uh, wheelchair. We were walking in some. This one lady, like blew her the horn on her scooter and I said let her do that to me because I'd be like the fuck you will which I wish I would have told you about this because I just now thought about it there is a loophole to getting a motorized scooter at Disney World you get to skip the line well not just that but like hey cut this out wink wink if you show up to Disney World with a walking boot on you can get a motorized scooter (laughs) you can get a walking boot at Walmart for $45 (laughs) I'm just saying. Saves you on that lightning lane. Yep. yep. <laughs> but I mean, people like... Loophole. That's a fact. This, like this one lady... Or they one, don't ask no, for no. medical records when you show up with a walking sure. boot on. This this one lady was walking towards me. And it was like, we had no room to move. So, I was like, okay. I'm just going to say, excuse me. Well, I kind of like turned sideways and said, excuse me. She didn't say nothing, actually. She just kept walking. I was like, damn, rude as fuck. Yeah. Cross that same lady, same situation, crowded street, walking the same way. Buddy, I bumped her about as hard as I could. <laughs> yeah, I learned. And more. I had no remorse about it because, like, she just looked at me and I was like, excuse me. Yeah. Like, I know you probably don't remember who I am, but I yeah. said, excuse me earlier, and you just ran right over me. So here's the favor back. Well, see, that's what I learned while we were there was like, the way we were brought up and raised, like, the manners and just things of that nature. It's uncommon to other. If you go to China and you're walking to a restaurant, and everybody's speaking Chinese and you're like, damn, this is off putting. That's how they were raised. Right. Yeah. That's, that's just what they know. So I adapted that mentality while we were there. It was like, Oh, if I walk through a crowd, I don't have to say a damn word. I just put my head down and walk. Yeah. I was very disappointed in the amount of the low amount of rednecks I saw at Disney world. <laughs> <laughs> you're surprised by that. I was, I was disheartened. <laughs> I mean, I, it's South Florida. I get it, but it's a different, like, Disney World universe, that whole little, like. The Rednecks go to Six Flags. That's yeah. a, that's a, that, that might as well not even be a part of the United States. That's like its own territory. It, it, it legit, like, <laughs> it is. Yeah. You felt, I felt so secluded. Yeah. While we were there. But I mean, it's just like, you know, saying thank you, like, when I check out. No, like no, I say you're welcome or have a good day. They wouldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Finally, I think it was well, Drake. They're checking out seventy two thousand people a day. All right? No, Golly, every time I went, feel, don't feel dis- no, Every time I went to like the dining hall at our resort, it wasn't crowded. So I was like, there's some empty lanes. So I go in, and uh, Shane will know what I'm talking about. Uh, the lady like. Check me out, and I said, thanks, have a good night. She didn't say nothing back. And uh, I just kind of mumbled. I was like, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> and I could hear her kind of giggle, and I was like, I guess they're not, are they allowed to say you're welcome or anything back? Because she, uh, she heard me say that, so yeah. I know she heard me say thank you. And have a good day. It's just people are so different. Well, yeah, and we're man. raised here in the South to be courteous. Yeah, it's a Southern hospitality thing. Um, Literally. When I, went to, um, when I went to go see Tom and them play in Atlanta, all the people that worked inside of the stadium was so nice. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know what I mean? It, yeah. So it's a completely different experience from what you was talking about when That's I was in Atlanta. It Like the staff was courteous. Thank you. Yes, sir. No, sir. All that good stuff. I just got to throw this out real quick. Just the fact that you just said I went to Atlanta to watch Tom and them play. Not to say I went to the Falcons Buccaneers game 
I went to Atlanta to watch Tom and them. That's that what is, it is. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. I want to go see Tom now. <laughs> <laughs> and just you, you felt the southern, you know, hospitality. Right. Even in the bars and stuff like that. It just felt, you know, welcoming as opposed to your experience down there. You probably had fun, but the people were shit. Oh yeah. I've I, no, I, every time like we get back to the room or something, I tell Brian, I'm like, I fucking hate people. Yeah. <laughs> like I love people here. Yeah. But it's like if I'm showing you some kind of courtesy, like you could even just look at me and I'd be okay with it because at least you, I know you acknowledged what I said. Yeah, even the crackheads mm-hmm. like down here, like they won't even, fact. like they won't even look you in the face. You tell them a ball. What the, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, <laughs> excuse me, man. Excuse me. <laughs> they're not. They're not trying to get by you. They want to ask you a question. Uh, <laughs> do you have a dollar canister? <laughs> Disney World's understandable with like line cut. I wouldn't call it line cutting. Like people, it's like the dad would be in line, the mom would have taken the kids to the bathroom. They'd went back and got in line with. That's totally cool. Yeah, like I understand. You don't want to have to wait in these lines any longer than you have to. Yeah, you've got a seven year old that has a tiny bladder. Guess what? They can't stand in an hour and a half line. I stood in an hour long line for It's a Small World and fell asleep on it. <laughs> One of the worst, most just meaningless. Absolutely horrible rides of all time. I wish we did video because I would like have Brittany send me the picture she took of me asleep and I'd just like throw it in while I'm talking about it. Would be absolutely incredible to drop acid and do the ride. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Yeah. I I even said that. I was like, what a wild ride this would be if you were on an acid trip. Yeah. You start, yeah, you get on a trip and hop on that little piece of shit boat, float, whatever that, like. Yeah, pretty sure the lifeboats on the Titanic did a better job than those. Dude, Mike, <laughs> it is so bad, so so bad. Mushroom uh, ride. Have y'all ever done mushrooms? No, no. What do you, What do you think about it? What's What's, nah, your, what's your take mushrooms. on it? Oh, it's yeah. real. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely definitely. It's something that. you What's can your do? recommendation? I guess. Like, uh, what's what's the best scenario? Like, what's the best setup situation? I could tell you about my experience. Yeah, let's go with that. We take drug education off podcast there. So I was with redacted no. and redacted. Yeah, there you go. So we know what we're doing here. I was Mike. with redacted, 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 and redacted. Four people. Oh, I know. I know redacted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know redacted. And so uh, <laughs> we took the shrooms about eight. Eight thirty, they kicked in. So like, like they grinded them up. And we kind of, we drunk them. You know what I mean? Okay. And they were still a little chewable and stuff like that. We were sitting on a couch Ugh, and on thick the walls. Thick protein shake. On the walls, it was shapes on the walls of Redacted's house. And about 8.35, we were sitting there watching videos. I looked to the wall and the fucking shapes was literally moving oh. on the <laughs> wall. And like, I brought beer over there to drink. I ended up drinking one beer the whole night. When I tell you, you can <laughs> stare at that blind for about 45 minutes and, and just have a, a otherworldly experience. It'll, it's yeah. something that you got to experience because it, it'll open your mind. You you will really go through your whole life. Are there, uh, So are mushrooms like acid where you can have bad trips? Or That's mushroom? what they told me. You can have a bad trip. Okay. Like, and I only did a small dose, but I mean... Austin Powers, you know, and it was tr- it looked exactly like that. No cap, that's incredible. No, so cap. it's a very good psychedelic. Some shit that I can do, I can't do, but once a year. Shane, yeah. Shane, Colby, and Dylan and I always had this running joke of how we wanted to be locked in a room with paint and paintbrushes and blank walls, and somebody lock us in, drop, take shrooms, and just see what turned out. Y'all, y'all wouldn't get the paint. <laughs> y'all would be looking at the walls. Y'all be in a different universe. You, so, in other words, since you've done it before, you should go Disney World and do it because those rides will make yeah. for a fun day. <laughs> Just thought about this caveat. What if we add Edward Forty hands the paintbrushes, then do the shrooms? Everybody gets a pre-dipped color. So, like, or two colors. So, we know going into it whose colors are what. And then you ingest the shrooms. Afterwards, we see what the massacre looks like. You will get a different outlook on life. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> it's I'm, almost like a mental reset. I want to do it. Is to be honest with you, like it is. It's an amazing experience. Like yeah. I had a good trip. What I want to do is what all the celebrity doing now is called the Wakaska. Have you heard of that? Uh, 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 Wakaska, Wakaska, Ayahuasca. I was, it's ayahuasca. ayahuasca. That's what it is. People go there for like 
rehab. Yeah, I've heard uh, Neil Brennan talk about it, Joe Rogan, uh, uh, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock. Some people say. Not a reputable source. Dave Chappelle, (laughs) Chris Rock. And uh, the last person I heard talk about it was uh, my guy from the Blue Collar uh, tour, Ron White. Ron, I sent y'all a message about sometimes I send some of the best content in our big-ass group text. Nobody responds. I oh, said, no, I've been looking it at 3 a.m. No, it wasn't. It was like 6.30, 7 o'clock because I was on my way home. Like the, the one Even you, worse. The Michael Rosenbaum stuff you sent today, I'm like on the third podcast. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to the Steve <laughs> Mill. I listened to that whole that whole one day that you See, sent. See, I, I, haven't, I haven't finished Jensen Ackles. I listened to the whole thing. Is it good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool, cool guy. One of yeah, I look, know, Jensen Ackles is one of my favorite actors ever. He, he, he dope. He that's, dope. A, that's a boy from... Uh, the best show of all time, Supernatural. Okay, shout yeah. out to what Juicy's wearing. <laughs> yeah, oh, hey, that's my that? favorite show of all time. Maybe that's why I was thinking about it. <laughs> but anyways, so what is what? What do you think de- makes people outside the South develop this? I don't give a shit if you're in my way or not. I'm gonna numbers. bowl you over. Numbers. Even small, like small town Wyoming. When we went to Yellowstone, people were the same way. Like they didn't say excuse me or nothing. That's what I. I think where we're lo- like geographically where we're located. We're kind of in this like perfect situation of where it's small town, but it's crowded. Does that make sense? Where like Wyoming is a lot of just openness, same number of people, a lot more fucking space. I yeah. think it's a respect thing. I think it. The South been through way more to me than the North has. Yeah. So it's a lot of respect that has to be had through a lot of people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like. Up north, not so much. Yeah, like down here, we're more inclined to like, you know, you meet somebody for the first time, like, I'm genuinely curious to know about yeah, you. Yeah. Like, where you come from, what's your backstory? Whereas, like, if you go up north or something like that. It's a little that, more volatile. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I, I met. What you staying there, homie? I met John <laughs> yeah. on, you know, whatever. Oh, where you from, Who's cub? that? Don't know. <laughs> it's just a lot more passerby because, like I said, I think. What like, you looking at? The numbers thing. Yeah. See, like, my, my southern hospitality, though, goes out the window because another life lesson I was taught was you give people the respect that they give you. Well, respect is earned. So, mm-hmm. if you if you bump into me, just like that lady, if I see you again, I'm going to remember and I'm going to bump right back into you. I like to, I, my mindset on it was, like, adapt to your surroundings. Like, and I just want to let everybody know, listen, this wasn't, like, a feeble little lady. This lady was a tank. <laughs> Fair. Like she Straight was, she was big, body and ninety five pound, like taller than year old women, taller than me, which isn't really saying too much. But taller than me, probably more on the weight spectrum than I was. <laughs> so I didn't feel bad. Like I'm not gonna bowl a little old lady over. <laughs> she was like Miss Puffer, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. See, one thing is, I know somebody in real rude. life that looked like Miss Puffer. See, like I'll always like give respect to older people, but. Jesus. I show y'all a picture. <laughs> she looks just like Miss Puff. <laughs> Sound like and everything. Got the whistle and all kinds of shit. But I feel like when when you lose my respect, I'm not gonna give you any more. I feel you. So if I agree that you piss me off, like you bump into me or you cut me off, I'm a conniving bastard when it comes to manners. So I'm gonna find a way to do it back to you. That's respect. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I agree. Just with like me and Shane told, talked about yesterday. Eye for an eye. Shane says, or Shane was telling me a story and stuff about him test driving a car or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> I said, you can't throw jabs at people that throw haymakers. Yeah. We we weren't raised to like, I mean, I guess to a certain extent, banter back and forth with punchlines. Yeah, you can because. <laughs> well, not in like a legit <laughs> If we get technical, that's what you want to do and dodge the haymaker. But I get what you're saying. I in a in a wittiness. Yeah. Yeah. In a battle of wits. You can you. you can throw a short little punchline at me, but I'm coming with something a lot. When heavier. I come back at your neck. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I, I get you. The point is though, like if you throw a jab at me, I'm probably gonna find a way to hurt your feelings even more. And I really credit that. To Shane, yeah, Shane. Shane I'm has. I'm glad I could assist in that. Shane has spread some of his wittiness over to me over the past two years since he he's been here frequently. 
I wish I don't I tell know, him at least once I don't a know week. where it comes from. If I'm being honest, like I don't know how I came about this this way of being. <laughs> you know? I tell him at least once a week. I hate you for the way you've made me. That's a good thing, though. Like um, the, the the timing, the comedic timing. Um, the other day I tagged Shane as something uh, that somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you would pay. I was hoping you would give me flowers for this because I when I sent when I hit post on that I was like, "Yo, yeah, somebody made a post about Shane who wasn't friends with Shane." As soon as I seen it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I do a podcast with Shane." <laughs> Tag Shane in it. <laughs> was it was it after Alabama lost the national title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was going in. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was a what a night, what a wild night. Yeah, I, I feel like what a night. <laughs> I feel like that person. I think that I might have been salty. friends with him because I might have seen that post too. Yeah, we went to school with him. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like they kind of stole my thunder because I posted that when Alabama, like the game wasn't even over. Yeah. I was like, y'all go ahead and get ready because yeah, the kid right after the the pick six. Yeah. I was like, the kid's gonna be on one tonight. Oh, yeah. Just giving y'all a heads up. Well, Shane was on one, and uh, yeah, he was already started. Yeah, me and Rashad, we. Uh, I was arguing with Shad in the group chat on Facebook. It yeah. was even worse than the group chat. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I wasn't even gonna argue. Well, I sent. There was no like, point. We, we've got a huge group chat, and I, yeah, me and Dylan are the only Auburn fans, right? Yes. Yeah, and I sent the message to him. I was like, "Hey, look, don't take what I'm about to do on Facebook <laughs> personal." <laughs> I have to. And KT said, just tell me it's strictly business. And I was like, that's the motto for this night. It's not personal. It's strictly business. I have to do it. And see, either way, Shane was going to win that night because he was either going to get to troll Alabama or Georgia. Yeah. Two, two teams he absolutely hates. Yeah. Look, and look, full transparency, I didn't want to see Georgia win. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to say I wanted to see Alabama win, but I didn't want to see Georgia win. I can live with Alabama winning. I've been doing that since 2008-9. That is that is nothing new to me. Yeah. I am. My life is fully accustomed to Alabama winning national championships in football. That don't hurt me no more. Yeah. I can't make 1980 jokes now and to see, my Georgia friends, and that sucks. And I don't know if Shane remembers. We were at Alabama Stackers. Shout out there. Jasper's newest burger joint. <clears throat> uh, we were sitting in the truck, and I, I remember blatantly telling Shane, if we lose, I'm going to be okay because I expected us to go 9-3 this year. Yeah, I guess so. No, I, 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 In my heart of hearts, if we got Williams, I think we win the game. But if we got Michi and Williams, we definitely win. You walk them. I'll agree you with you. Listen. But, like, when you, you, when you lose two nuclear weapons – 2,000-yard receivers. I mean, Bryce didn't play a bad game. He was putting it on the money. And the kid, I mean, you can't expect them to rise to the occasion. And Jaleel that. Billingsley had the chance to have the game of his life, and he still dropped balls. And, and got the nerve to leave. Yeah. And well, the man, transfer po- When are you supposed to be the man this year? Yeah. Let me ask you this. Law 2 just took that spot from him. But I will say, Georgia defense is good. Like, th- that front seven, you know what pissed I ain't got a respect for the back end, but that no, front that seven. Front, hell, even the, the front four is going to have a long NFL career. That linebacker. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. And Kobe Dean. He yeah, is yeah, a, sensational. So Jordan Davis is going to be ask, like Terrence Cody. He's just a big guy plugging holes. He gonna let have me ask y'all this, because I agree. I agree. If if Jay, Jameson, right, Jameson? Yeah. yeah, Jameson Williams. If he's out there, Williams, Williamson. They got him projected to go to the Patriots, by the way. First round. That'll be Don't great. give Mac nobody a throw to. That'll be great for Mac. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. If he's out there, that's a completely different game. That opens the playbook up a lot more. Alabama probably wins the national championship. Why are you saying opens up the playbook more? Because even when he was out, we still threw three times in the red zone. He'd make it, a lot of those contested catches. Yeah. Even at the play, he got hurt. No, that's I what mean, I'm saying. They, they didn't have no answer for him. Even when he wasn't out there. They were still calling three shape passing plays. In well, so the more I thought about it, because I did, I I disrespected the hell out of Bill O'Brien, but I'll give him credit because once he went out, <clears throat> Georgia went run focus. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna throw on you. Actually, I don't, I don't blame Bill O'Brien. I I, yeah, blame the more I thought about it, I was like, no, this actually makes sense because they're down their top two receivers. 
anybody with like some kind of logic's like, well, well they got to rely on the run game now. So Georgia went run focus on defense. Yeah, throw on them. Nah. Absolutely, dudes just wasn't making catches. To that, I say, ironic because the you know the motto was, and I mean y'all can't deny this. The motto there was, we don't rebuild, we reload. Yeah. Right, that was that was Alabama's thing. Next man up, y'all took the Patriot thing there for a minute. Next man, not up. when, yeah, next season, not in season. Like when you lose two new. If last year if we you if we lose Waddle and Smith, we don't win the national championship. We don't um, win. We don't beat Ohio State. So on that note, is it fair to say Texas has an argument for the two thousand nine slash ten national championship well, Colt, because Colt McCoy went down yeah, and that backup yeah. came that that's, backup came in slinging. He did. That's a valid. That, yeah. Donald, that's valid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, just, I, I, I wanted man. to know your thoughts on it. Yeah, when you lose a nuclear weapon, like Colt McCoy was the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in in college, they were when, driving when he got hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you lose a nuclear weapon, that some people can't be unaccounted for. And now, I, well, I will throw this out because I'm thinking about it. What was the linebacker's name that had like the game of his life in that national championship? Eric Anders was it Eric? I think it was. Like he had a good season up until then. It was more of just like a role guy. Mm-hmm. Like he'll show up every now yeah. and then, but like he spazzed the fuck out in the national yeah. championship. And that's what you like. If they lose a star, you need somebody that wasn't previously a star to, step, to show up. up. Now he'll knock. That's easy off. on the defensive yeah. defensive side yeah. of the ball. Two receivers. No, I mean I agree. Listen, tough. I I will I will stay <laughs> here and I'll tell anybody that wants to listen to it. Alabama was down, but respect to Georgia. You know yeah. what I mean? Respect to to me, Stinson Ben didn't even play a great game. He just outlasted. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the two things that pissed me off about that game, and we'll close this out. <clears throat> they were calling Georgia's defense like once in a generation defense. I honestly think Alabama's had two teams with better defenses than that Georgia defense because we had complete defenses. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they were weak on the back end. Yeah. I think I think a lot of that just had to do with, like, opponents that Georgia – they were speaking more so on the, like, offensive uh, offensive um, productions against Georgia. The numbers season. game. Yeah. The numbers game. That's what they were – That's that was the – I don't think there's any denying that the 2000 – not – 12, 2012 yeah, was like probably one of outside of like maybe 2008 Auburn was probably or 2019 Auburn, maybe uh, 2004 Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, I was going to say. With Junior Rose Green now. With Junior Rose, like defensive front, like they was the nasty. whole 11. Yeah. I would have loved to see y'all play UFC. God, dude. Yeah. They <clears throat> fucked y'all that year. Don't get him started. We'll be here for four hours. <laughs> no, I mean, we won't be. I, like, I have my thoughts on it. So, our front against USC, we get pressure all game. I don't think that's – You think y'all contain Reggie? Containing Reggie would have been the hardest part. But we had a Jim Thorpe winner at corner. We had Reggie at safety. Like, yeah, he might have averaged three, four yards a carry, but he was going to feel every fucking time he yeah. towed it at rock. I just – I, I think hate. that way – I think Lindell White would have had to have the game yeah. of his life if USC was going to beat Auburn in 04. Because okay. Re- was it Reggie White was the receiver they had? Yeah. Lockdown. Uh, and then I hated how they just were constantly giving Stetson like a verbal blowjob. Just yeah. he's a walk on, blah blah. I, you know, now that you've said that, I don't actually remember like an ounce of commentary from that game. <laughs> the whole I fourth quarter when Georgia was clearly going to win. I say that, and I know the he's volume. His dream. Yeah. Well, I say that, and I know the volume was on on my TV, but I was already in like we are about to troll mode. mode. So it. like I had the noise on the TV blocked out of my brain. Into a gremlin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, why don't they do this for like when that undrafted free agent from West Alabama made the game saving pick for the Patriots? They did. Well, yeah, they did. not. Oh yeah, no they. Yeah. They big them up. Not on that volume to me, though. Well, I mean, it's also NFL. It's a little different. Like, you don't get pageantry like that in the yeah. NFL. Plus, it's Tom. Yeah. Story he got bigged up. He got the biggest defensive player in history. Yeah. I think he won an SB, too. And Tom gave him a truck. Yeah. yeah. Tom gave him his yeah, MVP truck. From the, uh, Shout out to Tom. What a guy. What a guy. But it was just, it was frustrating. Come on the pod. Oh, man, could you imagine? We'd break the internet. Dylan McCry. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan would be here. What you talking about? <laughs> Just to torment Dylan, I'd be like, okay, look. Oh, no, that's we, one we don't tell anybody about yeah. until after it happens. Yeah. yeah. 
I'd torment Dylan. I'd be like, all right, look, for sound purposes, I need you to not be in the room. And I would just lift these blinds. I'd be like, you can watch from right there. <laughs> but the biggest thing, like the main topic of this episode was manners and how we were all raised. And I think our parents did a job raising all of us, right? Like, we're gentlemen. Yeah. To an extent. Which, on who which even with. more credit because we can flip that switch when the time when it when it's called for. Yeah, you have to. That's like I told told you. Like, I'm gonna give you the same respect you're giving me. I so agree. if you nudge me, I'm probably gonna nudge you back. I'm not gonna say, "Oh, sorry, that's not Southern hospitality, bro." You don't you don't nudge me. I agree. Anyway, welcome back to Pardon My Southern. We're back for 2022. We're back, baby. We ain't dead yet. Mm-mm. Ain't going nowhere. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Folks, we hope you had a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We hope you're doing well in 2022. I'm Drake Pittman. I'm Shane Murray. I'm Juicy J. All we ask is that you pardon our manners, mm. and we'll see you next time on Pardon My Southern. Nice.